Welcome to Your Work, Your Way. This is the podcast where you learn to get in touch with your inner CEO with soul. Learn to take charge of your career. Learn to show up with confidence in a way that is aligned with who you really are. I'm your host, Lisa Filia, Masters in Psychology, Certified Life Coach, Expert Career Confidence Coach, and Founder of Believe C. Let's dive in. Today, I am proudly talking about the role of pride of letting yourself be proud and how that actually enhances our spiritual connection. This is not often the way I hear pride being talked about, especially when it comes to spirituality. Many are preaching that being prideful or having pride or being proud of you and yourself and your accomplishments gets in the way of your spiritual growth. And so what do they say? They say that that means we need to abandon pride for the sake of humility in order to be connected to our spirituality. And while I acknowledge and honor the intention of these teachings, I have to say that that is baloney. That is not required. You do not have to abandon your ability to feel proud of yourself in order to have spiritual connection. And in fact, the quest to be spiritual by forcing humility down your own throat, as opposed to letting yourself just honor where you're at. And when you feel prideful, let yourself have pride. When we don't let ourselves do that, it's like we're taking these actions to try to force a way to spiritual growth as opposed to authentically being ourselves. And so in today's episode, I am sharing that being proud is not wrong. Being proud can actually connect you at a greater level to spirituality, to all that is. And we're talking about the different types of pride and how the energy that fuels the pride is what determines its impact on your own ability to be spiritual. And so that is what we're talking about today. And I think you are going to get a lot out of this episode because many of my clients have this dilemma within where they stop themselves from celebrating success. They overemphasize their insecurities. They get concerned and second guess whether it's okay to even acknowledge what they're good at. And if they do acknowledge what they're good at, they always do it in a way that portrays a sense of humility. Notice what I said there, portrays a sense of humility. It's like they're putting on the role of being humble because they know that that's what they're supposed to do as opposed to truly feeling it. There's a lot of fake humility out there. Just look at LinkedIn and you'll see it all over the place. So many posts of, I am honored today to receive this award. So gracious and grateful to have been cited in this article. Like, come on, people, you're excited. You're proud. Why can't you just own it instead of putting on this facade to try to make it okay to post? Like, that's doing the opposite of what we're trying to do here. This world, like, let's be authentic. Let's be real. Let's say, hey, I am so proud. Guess what? I got this award. Come celebrate with me. Can we just let ourselves do that, please? Okay, so that is what this episode is about. Before we get into the nitty-gritty of it all, I want 
to celebrate. I am proud of my clients, my coaches who have just completed the Soul Activation Coach Certification. They have graduated. This was a long-term program in which they came and they met with me weekly for three months. We dove into all of the concepts around coaching with soul. We talked about value identification, and these coaches learned how to identify the values that were driving their clients' behavior. And then they learned how to ask questions to help their clients uncover why their stories about what they needed weren't true. And they learned how to help their clients see ways in which they're already fulfilling the values that they have. They're already getting the thing they think they don't yet have. They already have it. They just haven't been acknowledging it. And these coaches learned and were skilled in all of their demonstrations of this with the submissions that they sent me. They learned how to help their clients release emotions trapped within. Emotions can live in the body, and these can get in our way of knowing what we want and moving forward. And so they helped guide their clients to release these emotions, to come to new understandings and truths and insights. And they also taught their clients how to do a soulversation, which means how to connect to their own inner knowing in order to get insights. And these coaches guided their clients in these conversations. And so I am here today to celebrate these coaches. Congratulations. You have put in the work. You have done what many are too afraid to do by putting themselves out there to courageously coach others so that we all can get reconnected to our truth. Thank you, coaches, for joining me in the Soul Activation Coach Certification. It was so much fun working with you. I am so proud of all of you. Your submissions were incredible to listen to. I loved getting to see the different ways you weaved in your own personality and your own coaching style into those submissions so that you could coach your clients your way with soul. Congratulations to all of you, and I cannot wait to see how your businesses in coaching continue to grow. And for those of you listening to this, if you're hearing this and you're thinking, oh my gosh, that sounds amazing, come and join me. There will be another round of certification. The details are not yet being released. It will be happening in a bit from now. But if you already hear this and you're thinking, I want in, and I'd love to receive a special rate for joining early and getting in on the pre-launch, let me know. Send me an email at lisa at beliefsy.com. And what I'll do is I'll get you set up to receive a special rate that will be discounted because you're joining before all of the details have been released. So send me an email at lisa at beliefsy.com. And you can reserve your spot for the next round now. Okay, we are going to get back to the topic for today, which is about being proud, having pride, and that it can actually enhance our spiritual connection. And so I'm going to start by telling you just that. How is it that pride actually enhances spiritual connection? And then I'm going to talk about the 
energy fueling pride because there is a pride that separates and there's a pride that connects. And we want to help ourselves understand the distinction of the two. And then we're going to talk about what you can do to help yourself have a pride that's fueled from a place of deeper understanding, of love that allows you to connect to who you are without it diminishing anything else and actually allowing it to be what connects you to the greater world itself. Okay, so first things first, how is it that pride actually enhances spiritual connection? Well, before I go there, I want you to know why many people think it does the opposite. Here's here's what is said. I hear people saying you can't be too proud or you can't have pride because having pride is boosting your self-concept of your own self-worth and your own self-esteem. And by boosting yourself, you're so focused on you that you're disconnecting from all that is around you. And that creates a sense of separation and that separation blocks you from spirit. And that is why you shouldn't be prideful. It's disconnecting. So what do you do instead? Well, you got to be humble. That's the rule then that they, they will talk about is instead of having pride, we need to be humble. And so people will hear this and they'll say, got it. I'm supposed to be humble. And so people put all these rules on themselves about how they're allowed to take a compliment or how they're allowed to show up or how they're allowed to celebrate themselves, if at all. Here's what I found to be true for me. When I stop myself from having pride, it's like I've put the brakes on and I've told myself, "Eh, can't go there, can't acknowledge your success, can't acknowledge how you're good at something. Whoa, 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 don't get too boastful here. You're going to get too self-focused and you're going to forget everything else. Whoa, whoa, whoa. When we put those brakes on, what happens? We create separation. We stop ourselves from our authentic truth. We stop ourselves from honoring our own abilities. And so through putting that brake on, we actually create separation. Because we're so focused on not showing up as prideful, we end up being self-absorbed in our attempt to be humble. That's not real. And that's actually just pride masking itself in a different way, in an unhelpful way. And we're going to talk about grounded pride and ungrounded pride in a minute. But for right now, what you can see is how the quest to not be prideful in order to connect actually can disconnect and make us self-absorbed, the very thing we're often trying to avoid. So then how is it that pride could actually help us be connected to the greater world and have spiritual growth? Well, here's how. Being proud requires the art of receiving. It requires us to say, hey, I'm good at this. Or for someone to say that to us and us to acknowledge what they're saying, to receive what they're saying. The art of receiving is the skill of allowing yourself to take in 
what is around you. Instead of always feeling like you have to be the one to put out, to do, to give to the world, you have to do the motion instead of taking in from the world, taking in compliments from others or from yourself. Pride requires that for you to receive it. So what pride does is it is a way for us to practice and become in touch with receiving. Why is this important? Because in order to be connected to our deeper wisdom, our soul within, and the energy of all that is, and be connected to the universe at large, we need to be able to receive. We can't have a block up. We need to be able to take in what is around us. Having pride can teach us that. Because it lets us receive from ourselves and from others our own brilliance. It lets us see our own point of connection to the greater good. It lets us honor our own spirit. When we use it in that way, pride connects. And in this way of teaching us to receive, pride enhances our spiritual growth, our spiritual connection and our spiritual understanding. This is why pride is actually important and helpful for growing from a spiritual place. So now let's talk about different ways pride comes to be because while I've just shared how pride does connect, There is a way in which pride disconnects. And so I'm going to differentiate these two types of pride. We have grounded pride, which actually can bring us spiritual connection, which is what I just talked about. And then we have ungrounded pride, which just enhances separation and comes from a place of fear. But what happens is people don't see these different fueling energies that fuel pride. They just see pride as bad. That's overly simplistic. We have to look at what is fueling the pride. Where's the pride coming from? And so let's differentiate grounded pride from ungrounded pride. Grounded pride means it's coming from a sense of enoughness, of love, of knowing you are enough. Ungrounded pride comes from a sense of fear and trying to feel enough by overly emphasizing yourself in order to make up for a sense of lack. So it's coming from a sense of lack. Grounded pride comes from a sense of abundance, of knowing your brilliance without this diminishing the brilliance of others. Ungrounded pride comes from that place of lack, which also means there's comparison in it. It's like you're trying to put yourself on a hierarchy with all of your people around you, saying, am I a better person than them? And so you end up in this race that you created in your own mind from this place of ungroundedness because you're so afraid and you're wanting to be enough. That you try to get it by boasting from a place that isn't grounded in your truth. That's ungrounded pride. 
But grounded pride knows. Knows that you are a piece of the puzzle. Every puzzle is made up of pieces. Every piece matters. You can't complete a puzzle if you're missing a piece. Grounded pride knows this and so says, hey, here is what I bring. Here is my skill. Here is my place. Here is what I offer. Let me bring it to you. Ungrounded pride says, I'm the whole puzzle. (laughs) That's me. I'm the puzzle. Me, this piece is the whole puzzle. It forgets that there's a larger picture, a larger puzzle there that it is a part of, but not the puzzle itself. Ungrounded pride gets lost in their piece. Ungrounded pride actually also does the opposite, though people don't think of it like this. Ungrounded pride can get so focused on not wanting to seem overly self-focused that it tries to continually shine the light on the puzzle because it doesn't want people to think badly of itself because it has pride about how people perceive it. And so it looks like insecurity, but it's actually still ungrounded pride. Grounded pride knows we are all a piece of the puzzle. No puzzles complete without every piece being utilized. No piece is better than another. Even though we all love to find those corner pieces, (laughs) they aren't better. We all matter. So there's no, I'm better than you. There is, with grounded pride, there is, I'm better at fitting this piece than you. I'm made for that piece. Or I've gotten myself to I fit in that spot. That's my spot. I'm better at filling that spot than you. And you're better at filling that other spot than me. You're not a corner piece trying to be in the middle and vice versa. Grounded pride acknowledges this, owns their part, and plays it. Ungrounded pride tries to be all parts, tries to be all pieces without understanding the importance of the connection to all. And so grounded pride is connected. Ungrounded pride is separate. Grounded pride is love-based. Ungrounded pride is fear-based. Grounded pride knows they're enough. Ungrounded pride is struggling to fulfill that. Grounded pride is abundant. Ungrounded pride is scarce. So that's the difference here. And so in that description, where I differentiated between the two types of pride, you can help yourself see where you're coming from. And if you're hearing this and you're thinking, I'm from the ungrounded side. And remember, sometimes it looks like insecurity, but it's actually ungrounded pride because you're so absorbed in yourself and how you're being perceived to others. That is like pride masking itself as insecurity or as humility. It's not true humility. And so if you're thinking, well, I'm not proud at all, I'm just insecure. Is that true? If that feels true, then help yourself to remember 
your worth. Practice receiving compliments. Practice saying thank you without feeling like you have to diminish all of your skills. Practice responding from a place of being proud as opposed to feeling like you have to put on a cloak of humility in order to be accepted. And one way I like to do this is I'll start by practicing somewhere that's a safe space. For example, I know that I can be proud in front of my husband because I know that he loves and respects me. So I already have a sense of feeling enough. Certain friend groups, certain communities, like start there, start somewhere where you know it'll be embraced because that's going to build your sense of confidence that it's okay to do that. And then you can practice bringing it to the larger world. Also notice your own thoughts when you hear somebody praising themselves. Do you roll your eyes at them? Or do you say, that's great? Catch yourself. Remind yourself of the beauty of grounded pride. And if you hear somebody dismissing their part, you internally can acknowledge their part too. You can say, well, I see what they're doing. Notice how it feels too when you offer somebody a compliment and they dismiss it. They're not giving you the opportunity to be received. It's kind of hard. It's kind of annoying if you're like, oh, I love your sweater. And they're like, oh, this old thing. Huh. I just threw it on out of my closet. You're kind of like, okay, dude, like, I really like your sweater. Like, you could just say thank you. (laughs) Notice how that feels. So when you notice that, you can see that the world wants, we want to be able to receive compliments. And to give compliments from a place of allowing them to be received. And so practice giving and receiving. This can help you to build that skill. I just got an image that popped in my head of my dog, Pirate. I practice receiving love from pirate all the time. He comes up and he licks my face and it's so much fun to be loved by by him. And that's receiving. I don't ever feel guilty for letting him lick my face or whatever. I'm just like, oh, he loves me and I love him. I don't feel like I need to play down and say, no, pirate, I was only gone a little bit. You don't need to be so excited to see me. No, I say, oh, I missed you so much. It's so good to be here. I love how much you love me. I love you. You know, I just let myself own it. And so even just with pets, it can be a good place to say, you do know how to receive. If you're telling yourself you're not good at receiving, you're good at you're good at receiving love from others. Just notice the rules you have around it. For some reason, we think it's okay to be loved by our pets, but not okay to accept love and praise from others or that it's only okay to do so in a certain way. We can remove those rules. And in so doing, when we come from grounded pride, we're reminding ourselves and all around us of our connection to all. We're honoring and seeing our part. And when we see our part, we can play it. And I'm not saying part in the sense of like 
know your role and you can't color outside the lines. I mean, in the sense of your own light shining, your brilliant shining, owning the skill set that you have. Skills that can be an actual skill, or it can be even just your approach, your energy. Some people have this energy of liveliness, and you just love being around them because they bring such joy and vibrancy to the room. Others have a very different energy. It has this calm, introspective hue to it. And when you're around them, you just feel zen. And so when I'm saying honoring your light, it doesn't have to be like an actual actively observable skill. It could just be your light in terms of the energy, the aura that you have. You can honor you. This sense of grounded pride. You can raise your hand as a part of it. You can say, hey, I'm actually really good at project management. I'd love to volunteer myself for that role. Is that prideful? Yeah. I'm saying, hey, this is what I'm good at. Is it grounded? Yeah. I'm seeing how me coming in and filling that part would complete the puzzle. It's connecting. It's contribution. So we need people to be prideful because it allows us all to come and be on the team together. I think that's another difference. We didn't talk about it earlier, but grounded pride puts us all on the same team. It's like we're playing one of those cooperative games. There's a new Harry Potter. Well, I, I don't know how new it is, but there's a Harry Potter board game out there. It's called Hogwarts A Battle. I love it. It's cooperative, meaning you and all of the people playing with you are on the same team in it together to save the magical wizarding world. Grounded pride is cooperative. We're on the same team. Ungrounded pride forgets that. Puts us in a battle against each other, making someone right, someone better, someone wrong, someone less than. We need grounded pride, people. Let yourself embrace it. Because when you do, you are inviting everyone around you to be able to do the same. How relieving is that? To not feel like we have to portray humility and to not feel like we have to be overly boastful in order to be seen, but to truly just honor and see and shine our own way and let it be embraced, let it be received. And if others aren't ready to receive it, that's okay. It doesn't mean you have to stop yourself from receiving your own beauty. In conclusion, I am proud to say, let's let ourselves be proud. Let's use it to connect. Let's use it to teach us to receive and through that enhance our connection to ourself, to our inner wisdom, to our inner soul, to our inner spirit. And from that place to all that is, Spiritually connecting us, not separating us, but reminding us of the truth, of the energy vibrating through each and every one of us 
all of us together. Thanks for listening to today's episode. And if you loved what you heard, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. I help my clients to show up and do their work their way with soul. Whether it's so you can excel in your current role or so you can figure out what you want for your next role and get that role, coaching can help you get there. It begins with a consult. Sign up for yours by going to believeseed.com slash schedule. This is your free call and it is that first step towards that new life, that transformation into you doing your work in your way with salt.